welcome to the Lords of Grantham podcast. With Downton Abbey A New Era hitting theaters soon, we're revisiting season six in its entirety. But since we've watched some of these episodes twice for our main feed, we're going to hit you with a classic discussion of the episode from our original run to tide you over until we return next week with some more content. So enjoy this vintage Lords of Grantham episode. Last time, on Down Abbey, the manor was open for an open house to the public. Mary and Talbot kept romancing each other. And Thomas cried a little bit, because he doesn't have any friends. We'll follow up on all that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham Podcast. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. And we are back, and technically back from, we just recorded 10 minutes and realized it wasn't right. Yeah, so we got we got to do this correctly. <laughs> so we scrapped it. We said, we don't want to give you bad audio, yeah. unless it's like the early days when mm-hmm. we recorded a whole episode poorly and didn't want to re-record the whole episode. So we're only giving you the best here. Yeah, so. And to that point, we, we recently got a great review on iTunes that was four stars, but they called out correctly that i say yeah a lot and and uh i'm working on that uh because uh i have a job now where i interview people and i get transcripts back and i see that i say yeah quite often and gotcha quite often and i'm trying to work on removing that from my vernacular gotcha yeah <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> to that it's funny because uh, uh the young lady who did that uh, review just followed us on twitter and at message us and said how much fun she's having with the podcast, how much she likes it. That's good. And she did mention what her she said in her review, mm-hmm. which maybe you didn't have to say it in the review. But nonetheless, yeah. uh, be, she's I think she's honest. catching up, which means it might be months or weeks until she gets to us bringing this up right now. Right. Well, you know, if she's enjoying the show, one thing she may not enjoy, or maybe more enjoy, is that a cast member from Down Abbey will not be in the film. Yes. Uh, Sue Johnson revealed that Miss Danker will not be in the Down Abbey movie. She will be cut. <laughs> yeah. Cut. Well, no, she's not going to be cut on film. She's, her role was cut. From maybe, the movie. maybe you just see her get stabbed in the background. <laughs> oh, come on. Sue Spratt has pushed too far. <laughs> I, 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 I be am done with you. <laughs> That's the only way it can resolve. <laughs> um, but I was saying to you, Div, watching this week's episode, I felt more removed from her scenes because, like, well, I don't have to deal with her. She's not going to be in the movie. Yeah, I wonder if they had to cut anybody else. Do you think like Doctor Clarkson's like? Oh, God, me. Clarkson has to be. In it. I'd rather see Clarkson than Merton in the movie. That yeah. Well, we'll see. Speaking of Merton, he's on the new poster. Do you see the new poster? Yeah, it's like the upstairs and the downstairs. Group. It's a nice poster. It's a nice poster. Yeah, I would put that on a wall. A little too many faces for me. I mean, how many times has there been not enough faces on a Down Abbey poster? The movie poster or the just posters in general for Down Abbey? Well, I guess the show is that like straight line of people a yeah. lot of times, which is a lot of faces. Mm-hmm. I like the grouped character photo posters. Yeah, those are good. This one is probably the best other one, though. Sure, but we're not here to talk about the poster. Yeah. We're here to talk about Danker not being in the movie. Right. And then she'll, she may pop up on the extended version of Down Abbey. Who knows what versions are going to get released. Yeah. So if they make a sequel to the movie, are all these characters going to be like implied that they can come back in? I don't know. I so don't know. It, it kind when of, you open to a movie audience, do you let go of the TV lore? 
It kind of reminds me of like what they do with like these comic book movies to the movies themselves, where they take the most popular characters from like the old lines. So like he's like cherry picking people from certain seasons that people want to see. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know maybe, yeah maybe Rose will show up in the next one or something like that. But it's just kind of pulling from different parts of like you know certain lineups, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, and speaking of the movie, we need to sort of fill our weeks until the movie comes out, and next mm-hmm. week. Just so happens to be SummerSlam week. I'm sure everyone is looking forward to it who listens to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think we've done enough uh, goodwill to bridge the gap between pro wrestling and Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's Mixed Match Challenge time, baby. Fourth round. Fourth round. Fourth and almost last. Right. And there's a purpose behind this one. Yeah. we got to fill out the last bracket so... There will be a championship round mm-hmm. uh, in September where the last four couples do, uh, duke it out, battle it out. Is it going to be a battle royale or is it free for all or how are we going to do that? I have a feeling we'll have to make it special somehow because yeah. if we were to just do three rounds, it would be like a 20 minute episode. Mm-hmm. We got to flesh it out. <laughs> we got to drag it out, you mean? Well, no, because I feel <laughs> personally, I, I love doing this. Obviously, I love doing this podcast, but. Mm-hmm. I think the Mixed Match Challenge is the most fun I have recording the podcast and editing the podcast, and it's like, it's a blast. Yeah. We had ISIS with the run-in last time. It's true. Unforgettable. <laughs> R.I.P. ISIS. Um, yeah, we'll see how that shakes out. But Dave, we do we have a prize in store for people who successfully nominate another team up? We do. We brought it up last week in discussing our, our my new kit in Lando, mm-hmm. Downton Tabby. Please, no. <laughs> so you don't, you're not going to enter a team to win. That's fine. <laughs> It's a coffee table book that mixes like mom jokes about Downton Abbey with photoshopped images of cats on the Downton Abbey characters' bodies. Oh, of course. It's it's joyous. For some. Yeah, for some. I've noticed a lot of uh, Downton Abbey weird like crossover merch popping up on my Facebook feed a lot. Like what? Like uh, I think I sent you the picture of the Dowager sitting on the Iron Throne. Oh, I hated that. I, it's just so lazy. It's like, oh yeah, of course she's like, you know, on top of everything. She be just put her on the throne. There you go. Ugh, but with the movie coming out, I feel like people are getting in. And speaking of that and the review, mm-hmm. I feel like we're getting a lot more, uh, a lot more climb climbers on people jumping on the Lord of Grantham wagon. I mean, all aboard. Yeah, choo choo. This trains in full motion. If you're jumping in and this is like your first episode, hit us up. We we talk back. We add, oh, I wanted to do this. Thank God we're redoing this. Uh, there's a Twitter account that you should follow if you're a fan of ours called Road to Downton. Mm-hmm. And I follow this individual, uh, to be honest, I don't know, male or female, who it's Road to Downton. Mm-hmm. And I want to guess it's a female. Uh, this individual is watching Downton in preparation for the movie and sort of live tweeting every episode. Mm-hmm. And we have a nice on a nice Twitter report. Unlike the J- Jimmy... Role playing Twitter, we have <laughs> yet to be us. blocked. Right. So but, if you want, if you want to take the road to Downton, you know, take the trail. You can follow that Twitter account. If you want to hop on the express train like with us, we're we're going that way. I mean, we're both going to the same location. All roads lead to Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah, you can ride. You know, you can ride both. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever works for you. One's a Twitter feed, one's a podcast. Yeah. But it's good. It's good to. I feel like actually like a member of the Downton community. What? Mm-hmm. And I have a uh, at messages with this person. Yeah, it's great. So, and we have a lot of vocal fans that that like our stuff. Thank you guys as always. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else to say? Buy the uh, High Clear Castle gin or cigars if you see them in the wild. We have yet to finalize exactly what our contest is going to be for that. But I will just stay say, stay tuned. Follow our all our social medias and follow all the High Clear Castle cigar gin. Mm-hmm. the castle itself follow all those accounts 
and buy the gin and snap some photos and keep them in the in the clip. Yep. So on to season six, episode seven, we we got past the episode that revealed to us that Julian Fellows may potentially be a Satanist. Mm-hmm. That 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 we are, are keeping track of, and what an episode for him to strike some doom and gloom into the hearts of the characters. With yes. Mary fearing for the potential, the life of her potential new beau, Talbot. Her boyfriend doesn't. Yeah, they call her a beau, his, him a beau. And they say boyfriend too. Or does, is Bertie referred to as boyfriend? I think Bertie's the boyfriend. There's a there's like. Did they call him a boy toy at one point? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> He's just a sexy boy. <laughs> He's not a boy toy. <laughs> yeah, can't hide it. Um, the episode actually kicks off with Talbot racing against. Uh, his friend, Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, not Fred, Fred Rogers, Fred Rogers, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, not, not Mr. Rogers from your local PBS show, but, uh, a red shirt, a, a guy who says, Hey, you know me from the past few episodes. You guys like me, right? I'm Mr. Rogers. I write, I race fast cars. I'm going to be around forever. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to die. And then this episode unfolds. Um, so what's happening is Mr. Talbot, he invited the whole family out to come watch him race. By way of Robert, of all people. Yeah. Uh, Robert. Not just the whole family. Mm-hmm. Birdie. Edith's editor. Well, no. I mean, does he, like... Yeah, what are the invites for here? I, I want to see this. It's just like an open invite? Because, like... Edith, I think it's like, write your names down, I'll get you in. Yeah, because Edith invites the editor without telling anyone, it seems like. But then there's that part where uh, they're at dinner at Rosamond's, and Talbot walks in late. Mm-hmm. And they're talking, and it's like, hey, I look forward to seeing you. And Mary's like, yeah, there's like a whole gang of us coming. Yeah, do you know how many people he invited? And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> we got Cora. We got Robert. We got the dogs coming. We got everyone we got coming. Sybil's ghost is coming. <laughs> yeah. Bates and Anna are going to be somewhere else in the vicinity with Baxter. <laughs> yeah, Bates is there. Too. I mean, I guess he's, you know, Robert's boy, but. He's his boy toy. <laughs> boy toy. He's not no boy toy. <laughs> Bates is not no boy toy. Yeah, I mean, but then again, he has that leg or whatever that that the sweet, mechanical the sweet chin music. <laughs> yeah, it kicks you in the face. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, they're all. It, it is kind of interesting that he invites. I mean, I guess it's an exotic thing thing to come watch uh, this these cars race. But it's kind of funny. Like, hey, you, want, you guys want to see what I do? It's pretty awesome. Check it out. And it's like invite the whole family. Okay, dude. All Let's right, do it, dude. A little full of yourself. But I guess I, I see his his play here. It's. You know, he doesn't come from money. He doesn't have much, but it's like, look, I race fast cars and I get nice cars. I got fast cars. I like fast women. Let's go. That's that's. Is that how he talks? Maybe <laughs> it's the swinging twenties, brother. That's uh. Mary has that? a look in this episode that's like, man, that is a cool look. Where she has those sunglasses on that are like, I thought that was pretty badass with the red dress. Like, heck yeah, Mary, this is mm-hmm. the, the swinging twenties. Let's go. She's in it. Or the roaring twenties, whatever you want. You know, it's the twenties, the golden twenties, <laughs> the golden age. Sure, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. They're on it. They're having fun. So, yeah, Talbot has them all there to come watch them race. But then, you know, they try to do the shake and bake. Mm-hmm. And Fred Rogers. <laughs> no, no more. That just happened. Yeah. It's kind of funny. So, last season, you know, we have them all racing horses. That's the excitement there. This year, it's racing cars. And uh, it's kind of morbid when you think about it. Like, Talbot knows that Mary lost her husband to a fast car uh, car crash. Let's have the entire family watch me risk my life doing this. But then there's that moment where they're like, but what? what's the, they keep going in a circle and what are they getting? Is it Branson? He's like, speed, baby. Yeah, Robert's like, I think I, think I get this. I can get into this. Uh, and then as soon as we're getting into this, some awful CGI smoke appears in the background. I, I was actually wrote down in my notes, uh, this is the best action sequence we've ever seen in Downton Abbey. And then you see the whole gang and then a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. 
I mean, it still is the best action sequence we've seen in Downton Abbey. Yeah, it's pretty good. Compared to... Pretty exciting. Yeah, a couple one-punch fist fights. Which they keep cross-cutting with the downstairs people sitting in a field somewhere. I think it's like almost too much, too much excitement for Down Abbey. We're like, we need to show the downstairs crew doing nothing oh, the in people a field. at home? Yeah, they're just like sitting cross-legged over somewhere. It's like, no, no, no. Can't get the, the people at home too excited about this. Mm-hmm. Can't get their blood flowing too much. People on PBS are watching this. So we have a older audience sometimes. They can't deal with it. It's too much yeah, excitement. You got to cool them down. Yeah. I saw somebody uh, unrelated on Reddit posted... Uh, is Downton a family-friendly show? And I clicked it thinking, it's like, can I watch it with my children? And it was, is this a show that I could watch with my 80-year-old grandparents? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not Maybe not this episode, because the blood gets pumping. Blood definitely gets pumping. As, as Robert says, you may say sex appeal is what Mary sees in Talbot, but I think it may be something different. <laughs> There's a little bit of danger in this guy, I think. Um, Ooh. Yeah. He's a new man after that ulcer blew up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, Rogers is up in flames. We don't see his body. We just see the flipped car on fire mm-hmm. from this race. And Talbot's desperately trying to get him out of there. It's like, dude, there's only flames there. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get him out of there. This boy is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Great call. Uh, call back to that. Alicia Keys, not a hit of 2012. That was a hit. In some in some circles. Not in my circles. Um, but I actually died laughing because they have these tiny golden oh, yeah. squirt guns that they're pumping it's they're like, very, like super soakers too. yeah these little super soakers are spraying on it's like that's not gonna put that car like, out where did branson get that little toy <laughs> yeah even robert has it. it's like that's not gonna do it that's not gonna do it at all um i did like in that moment uh everyone starts running and and uh talbot or no somebody is like oh barrel or barrel branson is like stay here mary mm-hmm. i gotta go and then we see anna and like anna takes off and Bates is like, Baxter, go. I can't walk that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, Anna, what are you doing in your state? She's like, I got to go. And he's like, all right, I get it. All right. <laughs> Fine. Which Bates also has like, what, two or three lines this episode? Like, he's barely doing anything except like, what's going on? <laughs> like, He's just like a happy guy or he's a yeah, guy he's who, just, who, he can't manage anymore. I guess he's just not an interesting character once he's happy. Like, there's just nothing to do with Bates when he's happy. He's just, I feel bad. Do you? Yeah, I love Bates. He's one of the best characters I mean, on the show. He yeah. doesn't get anything to do. He's getting paid really well to do nothing. I'm happy for him, man. Yeah, I, so if Spratt is getting paid really well, you, you're happy for Spratt? Uh, I don't know about him. I don't know if he's getting paid that well. Uh, he's like 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, just to show up. Uh, I'm here. Um, but yeah, I mean, so this uh, this all goes down, and it leads to Mary and Talbot uh, breaking up. Yep. Just can't and, uh, deal. The, the Talbot, the, I think uh, Matthew Good. Mm-hmm. Does an excellent job of just being dis- like d- dead inside. The right. scene of him hunched over smoking the cigarette with the glossy eyes is mm-hmm. incredible acting, in my opinion. By the way, I mean humble brag. But I watched this on my parents' sixty-five inch TV. Beautiful looking scene. He looked. It looks so cinematic with him smoking that cigarette on, on my parents' big screen TV. Wow. Anyways, side note. <laughs> yeah, and she calls it off. And and Branson, what does he say? Uh, uh, you're in a black mist. And being hurt is part of being alive, but that is no reason to give up on the person who's right for you. Well, I he has a point, but at the same time, bro, you didn't watch your husband die. And I mean, she didn't no, watch. He watched die. his wife die. Who did? Branson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mary well, didn't watch her husband die. No, she has heard about it. <laughs> By the way, Branson again on the the Weight Watch with him. He's wearing like a jacket where his like stomach is. It's like. I don't know. He's don't wearing like Samoa Joe pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pulled up a little high on his Let waist. Letting the air breathe through his pants a little bit. Um, 
just just hiding it a little bit. You know, the dad bod's in full effect. Just own it. But own he's it. got a, a crispy looking shirt. Like yeah. this is that this episode. You know, they all have that like stiff looking shirt. This is looks, extra crispy. Yeah. This looks like if you punched Branson, it'd be like a a, <laughs> a plate of armor yeah. you're punching into. Um. So, anyways, yeah, they're talking about at dinner how it's a stupid, wasteful death. Even like Robert says something like it's a, it was like a bloody death, and Rosamond says English language never lets you down, and he says, "Oh, shut up" to <laughs> yes. his sister. No, but he, he's like it's like Vince McMahon. He's like, shut up, shut up. Yeah, it's also out of nowhere. Like this hostility between Rosamond and Robert, it's out of nowhere, <laughs> and he's just like, "Shut up, shut up." That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I let it in a little bit more, Robert. Um, so anyways, that's where we leave that. We'll see if they get back together. I hope they do. Yeah, maybe the, all these movie trailers are just misleading us. Yeah, yeah, they just happen to be there. Um, but Branson has a nice speech, though, that he says, where he says, you will be hurt again, and so will I. Being hurt is part of being yeah, alive. I just said that. Well, part. you know, I wasn't paying attention for a second. <laughs> I, yeah. There's no reason to give up on the person who's right for you. Oh, okay. I didn't, yeah, that last part, didn't, yeah. So... That was a good speech from Branson. Good, good, really good. It's I like, do like that uh, the editor comes and she's like a young blonde woman and and Branson's like, "Hi, Hoochie I used to be mama. the chauffeur." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Hoochie mama. It's like let's make this weird. You know, let's pair everybody up for the finale. Yeah, um, we'll see if that sticks. I don't know. I mean, he's wearing that coat. Maybe once he like drops the coat, she's like, "Wait a sec, I don't know if I want to deal with this." It's like dad a, it's a misleading dude. Tinder profile picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take off that crispy shirt. What do you got under there? <laughs> More crispiness. Um, well, that's that. Well, speaking of uh, uh, pairing everybody up for the finale, mm-hmm. there's a proposal in the house, baby. Baby. Who, who's proposing? Oh, that that guy. Some <laughs> birdie boy. The bird man. The bird man flew in to the nest of Edith. Yeah, and she's there after the, the tragedy, and they're sort of cuddling on the couch, and he's like, You down? I want to get, get married to you. And she's like, can Marigold come? And he's like, your ward? <laughs> Bro, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I you guess. You want to bring a baby to my house, man? <laughs> okay, all right. That's fine with me. It actually, as much as it caught Edith off guard, it caught me off guard, too. I was like, whoa, wait, what? She's actually leveling up in terms of her men? And he proposed? I mean, I know, I, know he, I watched uh, the show before. Is he? Is she leveling up, Birdie? As of right now, he's an agent. He's a nobody. I, I mean, he's done enough. He's putting a lot of legwork where I think Gregson is like, Look, I got the money. Come to me. Birdie's done a lot of legwork to come to her, which is really sweet. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it, and I think he may be the best match that she's met yet. I mean, we really will would ne- we'll never know what Gregson would have been. But it's he's, he's funny. better than Sir Anthony. Anyone's better than Sir Anthony. But it is kind of funny how I think Gregson's run on the show was like six, seven, eight episodes. We're kind of at that level already with Birdie. We, he's almost reached that number count, the same as Gregson. And like, all right, yeah, you done you done the work. Good for him. Good job, Birdman. And like Edith, he says like he's absolutely mad over, and she's like, no one's ever said that about me. It's like I, it's like good for you, Edith. You want someone to be mad over you. You Mm -hmm. want a guy who's gonna lose, who's down with you having a ward. You know? Yeah. I, I'll be honest. As as a man right now, still single. If a woman came to me and was like, I have a ward, I'd be like, a ward? I'd have to check out what a ward is in this day and age. But also, I don't know. My family's ward. I'm not birdie. I'm not as good as birdie. I'm just being honest. You're not a birdman. I'm not a birdman. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see for me. We'll see for Birdie. We'll see where he goes. I, I'm excited though. For I, I to thought get married. That, that look of Birdie and Edith on that couch. It was like these two are just chilling. Yeah, it's a good vibing. look. They're, it's a good look. Yeah, they're I'm they're a fan. they're well matched physically I am. and emotionally, which yeah. is more important. Yeah. 
And she, but she just says like, "Let me think about it for a second. I won't keep you too long. Just let me think about it." Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of uh, with my parents. My, my dad's like, "Let me think about it." And then he disappeared on my mom for two weeks, and he's like, "Okay, we'll do this." And they've been <laughs> together for now like thirty something years. So you know, maybe that'll be work out for them. So. I feel like every proposal, but Mary and no, I can't even say that. I was going to say every proposal in Downton Abbey, but Mary and Matthew is like, "Let Talk. me sit on this one." But Matthew proposed to Mary, and she thought about it until. She learned that he wouldn't get the inheritance because of the baby. Mm-hmm. And then she said no. And right. then the baby died. And she's like, but I mean, I actually do love you. And he's like, too late. <laughs> and then Richard me- Carlyle came in. Yeah, of course. This and then is- how long did she sit on that proposal? A year or two or three. <laughs> uh, this is giving me a healthy perspective for life, you know, where it's like, well, whenever I, both of us, Dave, pop the question to whoever we pop the question to, probably your girlfriend, but who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who sure. knows? Good to know that they'll sit on it, maybe. Yeah, for several years. It's fine if they don't want to answer right then and there. That's okay. Because Down Abbey taught us that's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so basically, reject, we're not rejected <laughs> unless we're outright rejected. We can, right. If they say, give me, I, we need a break. They'll come back and like yeah, gotta do some more legwork. Okay, got it. Yeah, gotta get, gotta accept their award. <laughs> you never know. Um, you know their award in this day and age also maybe be their cat or their dog and stuff like that too. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I got my own award then. Yeah. I, who, does Lisa want to deal with that? Who knows? I mean, yes, she already is dealing with it, so I hope so. Um, so, anyways, what else is going on upstairs? I mean. There's another proposal that's in, in the moves. Yeah, or maybe Robert and Robert sort of spends the episode being told that he's not well enough to do anything, and he's like, "But I am." So that's really Robert and Cora's episode. They don't. Maybe, do maybe much. that's why he gets that whole "Oh, shut up!" That just comes right through. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of my, my. I blew up on the inside. <laughs> yeah, uh, but with uh, Isabel. Yeah, there's a that's back on the table. This whole offer from Merton potentially. Mm-hmm. And because, Vi- Violet comes in and is a great. A wing woman, right. sort of. Because the Crookshanks. Is Ms. Crookshanks, Larry's fiance, mm-hmm. invites Isabel to the wedding. Yeah. And Violet's like, I got to do something. I got to investigate in this. There's something amiss right here. I think she goes, I'm going to go pay her. I'm going to go call upon her. Right. And it's just one of those things where it just seemed awfully fishy that all of a sudden this Larry is down with Isabel marrying mm-hmm. her dad. Still haven't seen Larry this episode. Again, I don't know if the, I'm fine not seeing Larry. Do we just not have again. the budget? I don't like Larry. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Violet assesses it really quick. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You just want someone to take care of your sick old dad instead of you don't want to hold the bag, Miss mm-hmm. Crookshank." Crookshank, which is spelled, I, how do you think you spell Crookshank, Dave? I looked it up. Yeah, it's C R U I K, Shank. Yeah, it's not like the the cat in Harry Potter, right? So, uh, she's a little bit put off by Violet. <laughs> Violet like steps to her. She's like, I hope, you know, for your sake, we don't run into each other, you know? And if mm-hmm. I see you first, we're definitely not running into each other. She says, uh, you're a cool little miss, aren't you? <laughs> I said, I'd feel sorry for Larry if I didn't dislike him so much. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Crookshanks is like, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. And mm-hmm. why don't you get out of my house? <laughs> get the stepping. Get off my land. You know I came from Louisiana. <laughs> I am highfalutin, yes, thank you. Uh, it's, it's funny, though. I was looking at her IMDb. She's only been in three things. Literally, a short uh, PBS special before this. The episode's Down Abbey. And then a one-off episode of some TV show a year later. She is, That's it. Crickshank's just too cool for school, I guess. I feel like when they introduced her to us, she was not petty. Right. She, she seemed, seemed genuinely interested in... Uh, Merton's happiness. Booking it week to week, man. He's good old Julian. Yeah. <laughs> and just changing the characters a little bit. 
So that happens, and it's sort of that's really it. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but on that level, Violet, Take this is her last stop because she's going on vacation to sort of cool her head. Right. Which is so funny. Going into this last season, a lot of people, I remember when it was coming on, we all had like a Deadpool that she ain't going to make it, probably, Violet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was all sorts of contract disputes with her. We thought yeah. she would her, her would be the end of the show. Right. And so what does she do? She pushes pause on that whole conversation. It's like, I'm just going to disappear to Paris for, or not Paris, France for a while, south of France. Yeah, she said, I'd rather vent my rage on the desert air and return when I've regained control of my tongue. If only we had that opportunity. She said, uh, while angry, I say things people find hard to forgive. It's like, you know what? I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I'm going to go to Paris. Let me air it out. I, yeah. I, I totally understand that feeling sometimes. It's and then of, we have a... Uh, oh, I, I, I jumped, the, jumped the, the gun on talking about Robert. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But, we'll but, get there. Well, let's, let's talk about Danker and Spratt, The Spranker, yeah. Danker is going off of Violet, too, to enjoy her she's, time. <laughs> what? Who cares about that? Yeah, she's letting Spratt know Skip. what's up. <laughs> yeah, poor Spratt's Spratt being there with his stamp collection, and she's just like, you geek. You're going to be left behind. Well, I'm <laughs> just going to be enjoying all this. Deal with it. But then, at the end of the episode... They say Mr. Spratt has a gift for you from the from the Dowager downstairs. And Robert's like, "Shut up! <laughs> I don't get out of here. I, I don't want any gift. Get get out of here." And then they go downstairs, and Spratt's like, "Heroes." And then here. and Robert's like, "You're fired. <laughs> get out of here, Septimus. Shut up." <laughs> and but what is the gift? Oh, we 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 were spoiled this again when this season came on. We sent this gift a million. You sent this gift a million times. I sent times. the gift before it aired in America. You had I, no idea what the context I found was. Down Abbey, um, uh, GIF Tumblr. Yeah, and I went on it and I I saw that with Robert's face where he goes. What he says? Oh, oh, hello, little one. Yeah, and we don't know what he's talking about or anything, right? And it's a puppy. We find out it's a puppy. A nice little puppy gnawing on I the did, basket. I did pop really big for the dog. Yeah, as, as a cat person, it's such it's a, a sweet really moment. moment. Yeah, it's a. And then in, apparently, what happens in the next episode is a somebody tries to steal Robert, like buy Robert's car off of him, and Robert says, "You can't have my car." And they break into Downton and kill the dog. <laughs> Wait, the what, what are you talking about? It's the next episode of Downton Abbey. It's Robert's <laughs> at the gas station, <laughs> and some Russian people are like. It's nice. not John Wick. This is not. No, <laughs> I, no, no. I want your car. Well, well, I don't think so. And we, then they go back. And then John, yeah, <laughs> Robert gets on the phone and he calls John Leguizamo and says, "Somebody, somebody killed." You're just my describing dog. the plot to John Wick. This is not. This is not what happens at all. I don't know what you're talking about. You just horrified our listeners with this <laughs> cute little dogs are being murdered, dude. Um, what, what's the dog's name though? Uh, I, I didn't write it down. Tio. It's. I did write down the next thing, which made me question. <laughs> Sorry, I just shouted it into the microphone. It's Tio, and someone calls out like. Isn't it supposed to be an Egyptian themed name? And he's like, "Yes, don't you know that was Tio was like the brother of the Sir Amkhaman the Fourth or whatever?" I like that in this scene. He sees like everyone downstairs is fawning over this dog. Mm-hmm. Robert takes the dog and he goes, "Let's just go upstairs right now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take the dog away, everyone. <laughs> you see, like Andy's like, Duh. and it's funny too because we don't even hear the dog yelp or anything. It's com- somehow complete, completely silent until yeah, they, he walks. They in bring there. it down. They're like, "We don't want to. We don't want the dog to make a mess." And Robert's like. I don't clean up the messes. I'm bringing the dog upstairs. You clean its turds and pee. And then Paris, oh, that's me. Yep. And the dog is a... I do think this is... Is this a tribute to the Carnarvons? The fact that all the dogs are named after ancient Egyptian I I imagine so. That's pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense. Nice little nudge. Yeah. Yeah. As we learned when we talked to Adam. Right. Lord Carnarvon found King Tut. 
It's true. So that's true. Funded that anyway. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, though, so, um, well, I think that's all downstairs, right? That's all upstairs. I mean, all, all upstairs. Yeah, downstairs. Patmore has set up her cottage, her Air, her Airbnb. Yeah, she has people staying there. Her at a hotel. She wants to be known for her breakfasts. Her breakfasts. Her breakfasts. <laughs> Go get a breakfast. <laughs> a little bit of breakfast. It looks like a good breakfast she put together. It did. It did. Yeah. How close is it to the manor? I don't know. It seemed like when she was talking to Hughes about time off for managing her house, it seemed to me that either it was fur- further back or like it required a lot of time to manage. So I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But they show her niece, and the niece looks like Patmore's age. Wait, they show the niece? I didn't even catch that. Well, they show there's two people eating, and there's like a middle aged woman. With like That's red right. hair, who's taller than Patmore, and she doesn't look, if anything, she's ten years younger than Patmore. Mm-hmm. So, geez, that's a, not a big gap. Well, you know, uh, sure. I don't know yeah. what to say about that. Yeah. Good that the runs yeah, in the good family. On, good on Patmore. Maybe she cooks too. Who knows? And it's a doctor staying there, and apparently he enjoyed his breakfast. Ah, who did not enjoy their dinner or breakfast? Well, I mean, that's not really. Did anybody not enjoy? Who didn't enjoy the preparation of their dinner? <laughs> I know one person who did yeah. it. This is one of the best, this sweetest This is iconic. Uh, iconic. Yeah, it brings it all home. But I do like in this episode that Pat Moore and Hughes are like, well, we'll figure out a way to make him calm down. Yeah, because Carson's been berating Hughes still about making food and everything, as we saw in the previous weeks. How do you get even with that? You make him cook. Mm-hmm. She says she hurts her wrist, but she can walk him through everything. And she teases up so well. She's like, we're going to have the best dinner tonight. going to have all these things, you know. And then she just has a bad hand and she can't carry any pots or anything. And mm-hmm. Carson's like, huh? But it's it's such a good like multi-level reveal where they're walking and she's like, I just hurt myself. I don't know what to do. And then it's, she's he's like, okay, well, let's have let's get going with dinner. And she's like, well, you got to cook. And he's like, huh? <laughs> she goes, you really think I could do this? And he's like, huh? Huh? Uh, I, I, can, I can cook. If it was, was like the 1920s equivalent of home improvement. Bump, 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 bump. But uh, so Carson is struggling putting this together. Um, and he's like sweating. <laughs> yeah, and he's like every time he doesn't have an oven mitt, he just touches the hot. He's, ah, ooh, yeah. ah, yeah. But but the the apple fritter thing he puts together for he looks good. It looks yeah. tasty. The food looked good. Yeah, but then you know, he didn't really get to enjoy it because he fell asleep. <laughs> Poor Carson, and he has to do the dishes then, and then yeah. he learns he has to make breakfast afterwards, and Hughes is just lapping it up. Deservedly, but it's funny because she puts on this sort of blank face, but every time he turns around, she smiles. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. It's moment. Yeah, yeah. Car- I think he learns. Right, and there's also a good moment this episode where you know they're not just going at it as a couple. They're the family is gone and no one's there, and then Hughes sits down on the red couch and she asks Carson to join her, and he does, and then they're just enjoying it for a brief moment. And then Barrow walks in, and he's like, "Well, what is this? <laughs> Can I join you?" And Carson's like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> he's like, "Well, I shouldn't be doing this anyway." But you wonder, like, we, how does their furniture feel compared to the the Grantham's? That didn't even look like a comfortable couch. Not really. So they're probably sitting like what brick? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if Roberts like you can live here, but you got to sit on plywood all the time? <laughs> just mandated. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, good. Good for the the Hughes and Carson. Sweet moment. It's it's really sweet moment that she gets one over. Mm-hmm. And as also like I love Carson, but at the same time he's really too big for his britches sometimes and being strict. It's good to see him eat a little bit of humble pie for a second. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, he he eats humble pie. He eats humble chicken. Yeah, humble potatoes. 
<laughs> very specific uh, kind of humble he's eating. Um, but you know who's not eating any humble pie this episode? Mosley. Mo- oh, yeah. He's not. Yeah. he He's actually he's not, not humble. He's kind of, he's not dumb, <laughs> which is kind of shocking, actually. No, he's dumb. <laughs> he is dumb. Actually, it is. It, it's hard to put together. So He's book smart. Yeah. He takes the test and is informed by the teacher that he is smarter than some Cambridge and uh, Oxford um, students. And this mm-hmm. this means it's a change of fortune for Mosley. He may have a teaching job or something, which makes you think, what was this idiot doing for all these, this time where he couldn't find a job if he was this smart? He dropped out of school when he was 12. Still, you're smart enough. Just take a test or something, dude. What is what is your damage? He's in his 50s, so he's got, what, 15 years to do educational work before he has to retire? Yeah. And so, it's the 20s, so he probably retired a lot earlier than 70. Yeah, so you're right. He is book smart. He's just still dumb. Yeah. Oh, there's no denying that. He's a, he's a dumb man. I do like that uh, Mosley, not Mosley. They they all have a picnic because mm-hmm. Daisy also takes the test. Right. And wait, do we don't get results. We yet, don't right? get results yeah. yet for her. But it's Andy, uh, Andy, Daisy, Thomas Mosley. Well, Barrow walks in later. Yeah. Is Patmore there? No, Patmore's at the B and B. Or is she there? I think she's there. And then the teacher. And in my head, I was like, who is this other guy? Yeah, why is he hanging I out? I forgot who it was. They got the budget for him, but not Larry. Mm-hmm. It's funny, though. Yeah, Thomas comes over. He's sitting cross-legged in a way I've never seen him sit in the show. And it's the most bizarre thing to me. Yeah, he brings lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this scene, the guy... Well, we find out who's really dumb. <laughs> um, he tries to get... The teacher tries to get Andy to read something. And Andy starts to read it. And Barrow tries to save him. He's like, I'll, I'll read it for you, Andy. And Andy just starts reading it anyways. If I was Andy's shoes, I'd be like, you know what? Barrow has a better voice than me. Let him read. I don't think he's bright. It's not just not at all. smarts. It's, br- it's Because bright. earlier in this episode, uh, Mr. Mason says, oh, you can do some of the bookkeeping. And he's like, uh, I have to go now, actually. <laughs> it's like, you just got here. Little, little, not all there, Andy. So he can't read numerals either? He doesn't know what a one looks like? Or a two or a three? It's just that classic case of handsome man. No brain. <laughs> you know? All looks, no smarts. Yeah. So he's, he's like, just a sexy boy. He's, he's, is he, though? He may be a boy toy. I don't know. He's a he's like young Mosley, but dumber. <laughs> he's not book smart, and he's just dumb. But he was, a, he was a ser- in service in the city. How do you manage in the city? Well, wasn't he in service because he said someone else wrote his name down for him to get enlisted? Or he, he learned how to draw it from like another person? Do you think his name is actually Andrew, but he's like so dumb he could only write Andy or could get someone else to write Andy or something for him? It's a Toy Story. It's yeah, written so, on the bottom of his shoe. Right, because it was just shorter <laughs> letters. That's why his name is Andy. It's just, it's just like a Star Wars, Force Awakens. Yeah, you're Finn or whatever, because, you know, whatever your other name is. It's just, it, yeah, Andy. His name's not even Andy, actually. It's like Bertram or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Bertram. <laughs> Mr. Siegel? Yeah. <laughs> One of our old professors from high school. Um, so we'll see if he gets smarter from here. <laughs> we can only hope he gets smarter. Well, the real uh, unfortunate thing is that Barrow gets, Barrow gets uh, fired. Because the teacher's like, I can teach you to read. And Thomas, thank you for for your service, but you just can't. Right. Thomas starts to speak up, and he's like, no, no, no. We don't want you to lead him astray on terms of education. Can't, I'm the teacher. Can't risk that. Bye. Also, Tom has bad luck where everyone's sort of having fun. Mm-hmm. They're talking about what they're going to do with their time. You know, some of them are going to London. Some of them are going to take a test. Some of them are doing this or that. Carson and Hughes are doing what they're doing. And the pair was like, I'm just going to spend my day looking through the the job postings. Right. And not much happens with him this episode. Aside well, from- he, a couple moments where he almost cries. 
Right. He doesn't get looped where, in. Where I, I don't know how I feel about uh, uh, one of our, our Instagram trademarks being making fun of him for crying. Yeah. Uh, so I threw it up on the Instagram story this week. Will Thomas Barrow cry in the Down Abbey official movie? The response was overwhelming. 81% said yes. Said Thomas Barrow will cry in the Down Abbey movie. So get ready. Get get your uh, your tears ready. Uh, but what, what's there's a part in the beginning where... Like he winds up, somebody says something like Carson's like, can you just like hurry up with this search? And mm-hmm. he goes outside and he's all upset. Right. And he and says, Hughes is like, I'm sorry about that. And he says the only place he's ever planted is roots, which is kind of weird. It's a little bit, I mean, it's not out of nowhere, but at the same time, it's like, did you plant your roots because you didn't want to go anywhere else? Or did you actually like being here? Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of retconning everything we see. And we're like, wait, you actually liked being harassed by everyone for all these years? Oh, harassing yeah, people? Absolutely. You, wait, he it. liked being harassed. He likes the, the hunt. Oh, he likes harassing people, but Maybe, I was saying... Like, I think he likes action in his life. Okay. I mean, he could World have, War I was a little bit too much action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He likes drama. <laughs> typical typical drama. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see if he gets a job. Hopefully it works out. They really want him out of there. It's not fair to him, really. You think he's going to get a job? I, I'll tell you something. I saw the poster for the movie, and he's on it. Well, yeah, I mean, they need old hands on deck, so maybe he'll come back. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, Is that really? I think that was more or less it. Oh, there's a, a, a nice little note here that there, uh, Edith in her newspaper, somebody wants to do a, a, a fun tongue-in-cheek advice column. Right, where people just, you know, they generate fake uh, questions, and but the advice is real. Mm-hmm. And but the advice is very biting. Right. They'll get some some fans. What's the, it's uh how do I get my husband to show more interest? Or my husband, it isn't showing interest. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you go look in the mirror? Yeah. And, you know, we see this editor smoking in there, too. She is a, she's B.A., BA I'd say. Okay. Yeah. She, yeah, she's fine. Good yeah. character. Cool, cool. Ish. Maybe she'll oh, also, we Branson. didn't say the hook of the episode, the, the, the cliffhanger. Pat Moore's walking out of her B&B. Oh, right. And there's a guy. Taking a picture, taking notes. Which is weird. She has a creeper? You think Pat Moore's got like an admirer? Do you Tof- think it's Tofton? It's Tofton. It's Tofton. <laughs> He's just over the fence somewhere while this guy's taking pictures. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> so, I, w- I wonder what this will lead to. I don't know. It's why, bizarre. Why are you trying to put Pat? It's, it's Agent Gates in real life. Yeah. I She's mean, it's got to be a thing where maybe there's like she needs a license to run one of these, maybe. No. You think? I, I think don't know. It's, this is a soap opera. You think it's going to be some. Some private investigator saying it's definitely she not have a Tofton. License? It's not Tofton. No, it's not Tofton. But it could be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Can only hope. Um, but yeah, this is our last short episode before we have the dirge of two ninety minutes, or we have the hour ten typical hour ten uh, season uh, eight or season six episode eight and season six episode nine, which is another ninety minutes. So we got we got long rolls from here on out, mm-hmm. and then we got the movie for who knows how long that one's going to run. So four hours. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, so, Dave, was this a good episode? Yeah, sure. This yeah. was a good one. The guy died. <laughs> Any episode where a guy dies. I mean, it's a soap opera, so yeah. Yeah. Hail Satan, says Julian Fellows. Yeah, he um, says, I, I, I'm all in. <laughs> he's really cashing his chips before the end of the series. Who else is going to die? We don't know. Everybody. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Deadpool. For <sighs> Violet, you're still out there. Andy. Holding strong. <laughs> he's that, he is dumb enough it could happen. Who Mostly. Knows? Whoever's talking Pat Moore. People just dropping like flies. <laughs> Come on, Julian. Why would you and add a new plot line? plot of a private investigator of Pat Moore with two episodes left? Is it worth it? We got to see. We got to see where it goes. We got, like, what is it? So two and a half it? hour? Two hours and 40 minutes left to Downton Abbey? 
Yeah, so that's the equivalent of what? That's one, two, three. That's like four episodes we're going to be watching the equivalent of or almost in the next two, uh, or yeah. two and a half episodes. So, sure, let's see where it goes. Um, I mean, Talbot's been really set up well within like the three or four episodes he's that's been true. in. That's so. true, that's true. Any good quotes from this episode? I think I kind of, uh, oh, no, 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 never mind. I do have some. Uh, Mary Shut says, up. <laughs> Mary says in regards to going to the race she says my digestive system is packed up completely this is important for us to know we need to know if she's using the bathroom correctly i mean <laughs> so IB- ibs is, is a real problem is no <laughs> what, her ibs yeah <laughs> is it going no but violet says mr gray spoke to miss crawley in a way that in any other century would have him called out and shot not wrong uh was it uh, violet says i suspect they'll have to drag you out as you scratch at the staircase um from the Mertens, yeah. I feel like that I I want to know more about this Crookshanks lady. I feel like this is more Julian identifying this is a, a opportunity for me to have uh Violet flex. Mm-hmm. And so like we don't get that much anymore, so especially after the hospital, she needs to bounce back in some capacity. Exactly. So this isn't easy for her. And also there's a before the race or after the 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 explosion, Mary says She's entrapped in some witch's curse for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. We also have Andy uh, self-identifying. I'm too stupid. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> he, should say, he should say me too stupid just for, for fun. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's so wrong. Why? <laughs> he's not that dumb. He's just, he's not, he's, he's I don't know. He just can't he read. He's too stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Andy. <laughs> what if he uh, did dumbed himself down? Hugh says uh, to Thomas, you just haven't found the right person yet. Which means a lot of things. It does. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, then there's a nice moment of Hugh saying, "What's uh, he's was it?" Carson says, "What's so funny?" She says, "Just life, Mister oh, yeah, Carson." When they're laughing about how much of a fool he was, which is funny because it's a callback to Hughes when she's gets identified with uh, cancer, where she's like, "Oh, life, you know, that's just life," and it's just like, man, she really just rolls with the blows, you know, cancer. That's just life. Humor. That's just life. All right, Hughes. Uh, and Robert's in a state of boredom. We also have. Birdie saying, even leopards can change their spots. And Robert says, quite. All right, so should we get to the power rankings? Get to the power rankings, baby. Who do you have on the bottom? Thomas. Me too. Third place. He's just not having a good week. He's, going, mm-hmm. he's crying. He's about to cry. Mm-hmm. Can we go from, can we match again? Who's number two for you? Carson. Oh, I don't have Carson on my bottom. Carson. And how do you not have Carson on the bottom? Because other people have worse weeks. Carson had to, was made a fool of. Yeah, I mean, but he, that dinner, did you see it? It looked pretty good. Yeah, but he learned his place. The heart, He learned his he role, he, he, and you know what? He, he shut his mouth. He did shut his mouth with some humble well, pie. Who do you have two, then? Talbot. He lost his best friend. Okay. And he, he had to break up with the girl of his dreams. Okay. And then the number one is Mary. Number one is Mary. <laughs> she got, she's broken up with. Mm-hmm. Talbot just lost his best friend. Is it his best friend? It seems like a guy who's significantly older than him. I mean, isn't Mr. Rogers everyone's best friend? Sure. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Who do you got going up? Well, as an honorable mention, I have Robert. He's got a dog. Which that's true. It's pretty nice. But he didn't have enough going on this episode. He was, it was, he was pretty in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Uh, number three, Hughes. Okay. She, she got I have, one. I have, okay, yeah, sorry. She got Continue. one over on Carson. She did. She got her way. Mm-hmm. She's still the boss lady. For sure. I got Violet at number three. Okay. She goes in, you know, she takes that. Not only does she take the L smoothly of losing the hospital, she goes and I, if, if we are led to believe that this plot line with Miss Crookshanks is being honest, mm-hmm. 
She figures out why she is the way she is and nips it on the bud. And then she disappears onto vacation and gives her son a dog. Gives her 55-year-old son a dog. Nice flexes. Nice flexes on her part. She still got power. Uh, Number two, I got Mosley. Mosley was tough. He's smart. He's Who knew? He's also dumb. He's also going to have a job now. I got, I got Hughes at number two. Okay. She she taught him. Yeah. Just right. just life, Mr. Carson. Number one, I have a tie. A tie? It's Edith and Birdie. Oh, you put the Birdman up there, too? I just put Edith at number The Birdman one. made the flex. I mean, he made the move. He proposed. He popped the question. The, okay. The popping bird? <laughs> he popped the bird. <laughs> he, he popped the, And that's how he proposed. <laughs> All right. That's so. A, yeah, good for enough. Yeah, Happy, I mean, yeah, best wishes both of them. I feel like it's a, it, Edith also has their editor. She's mm-hmm. got a little. She got that the the push. Yeah, and I feel like we're at the home stretch. I want this to be like. I'm I'm picking and choosing where I throw my votes according to the the sure. heroes of the show. Okay, yeah, but uh, that's it for so we're we're in the home stretch here. We got the mixed match challenge next week, then the penultimate episode. Yep. And then the final. Who episode. knows how we're going to spend the next couple? We weeks. have a plan. We already have a calendar mapped we out. We do have a calendar mapped out. So we got you know we got stuff we're, coming. We're not. Yeah. Don't. Let's just say this: if you're a fan and you're, you have anything that you want to hear from us before the movie comes out, we got a couple flexible weeks. Yeah, but don't worry. We got we got stuff in store for you. Absolutely. You'll, you'll be hooked on Down Abbey. You know stuff until from us from till the movie. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah. Until until the movie. Yeah. Till the movie. But if you want more. You can listen to us review Dirty Dancing, among several other uh, bonus episodes on Patreon, mm-hmm. which is patreon.com slash Lords of Grantham. A dollar a month gets you into our Lords of Grantham lounge, mm-hmm. where we talk all things Downton, mm-hmm. and five dollars a month gets you a bonus episode. Right. And so you can keep, if you want to engage with us some more, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're there. Yeah. Gmail. Gmail. If you sure. want to win that copy of Downton Tabby, and double down. Pick a team for the Mixed Match Challenge. Someone from the upstairs, someone from the downstairs. Submit it. Submit it. Anybody? We'll, we'll, we'll put more clearly who all the groups were, but off the top of my head, I can't remember who the last winner was just because, it's you been know. A while. It's been a while. Just life. It's just life. Just it's funny. life. It's funny. But we'll catch you next time on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Gotcha.